a okay. second. Can, can we just take a moment to celebrate the fact that Party Hat Wurmple is finally amongst mortals? I, I know, right? Yeah, it, I it's I, I can't believe it's real still. I have like six of them. But they couldn't they couldn't resist Pikachu as well <laughs> at the same time. They just couldn't resist it. Yeah, that's true. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Beam me up, Lapras. Lava bug skitters back into raids. How do you like your eggs? Scrambled or hatchathon? New loading screen, you say? Let the speculation begin! And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 76 of the GoCast podcast. It's January 7th, a Tuesday evening. My name is Chris, your host, and I'm joined, as always, by Kyle. Hiya. Hey, how's it going? It's going. Is it? Is it just it, going? Yeah. It's just just going for right no now. No other adjectives, just going. Actually, I don't, yeah. is going an adjective in this situation? I think so, because it's a descriptor. It's just uh, weird. Yeah, I guess that's an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, we're uh, half a minute in. We're derailed. Okay, well, hey, welcome to GoCast. We're a Pokemon Go podcast. Before we hop into our weeks here, I want to give a shout out to all of our patrons who over the holidays were just so lovely. <laughs> over the holidays, Kyle and I struggled to find some time together to record. And so we only had one episode over the course of the two weeks. And it was released, I think, last Friday, if I recall correctly, which is kind of a weird time for that to be released. <laughs> um, so if we totally threw you off, I'm sorry. <laughs> But it totally threw us off, too, and, and we're, we're ready to get back to a sense of normalcy here on this Tuesday evening, as it were. I like I like schedules and consistency, so this is thrilling for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm more, you know, freeform about it. So, it's, you know, which works for me, because a lot of times I'm like, hey, can you record an hour earlier? Like, I guess. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're here and um, we're going to talk about all things Pokemon Go. There's so much new stuff to talk about in the new year. Um, some cool new things from the month of January and such. And we'll get all into that in just a moment. But first, some public shaming is in order for the two of us, I suppose. Maybe not. I'm <laughs> I, I'm putting words in your mouth, I suppose. But um, okay. Kyle, okay. your goals. Yeah. You ready? You ready? Ready? Um yes okay you've had two weeks wait yes. no you've had a week and a week and a half i don't know like a week and a half week and a half all right did you max your sableye no okay that's gonna be it a is, negatory it is like level 30 right okay that's so it's you, it's you did some work there. you did some work uh, yeah it's just uh, you know the most expensive levels to go oh absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about virizian did you manage to catch one no oh no he left today missed. Oh, completely no. missed them did you try i was trying huh. i tried um earlier today when i had some time i was going shopping and doing a couple other things for my dad and just nobody in my area was responding to any eggs unfortunately oh, no. so well it is the end of the cycle so i can't say i blame them but yeah here we are this last one you can you can still bring it home one victory point kyle did you evolve into a bear tick 
<laughs> no. All right, Kyle. Um, I did not. I applications for a new co-host are now open. You can send them to mail at. <laughs> <laughs> would it would it make it any less bad? Maybe it would make it more bad that I totally forgot that that was my goal. Two days later, I was like, wait, what was my goal again? Yeah, it's been. I can go do it now. <laughs> it's been a weird time. So I think if you forgot, I think that's that's rather forgivable. <laughs> well, keep the forgiveness train going, please, because it's my turn. For Verizian, did I catch one? I caught like four. Hey, I did. That's yeah, good. there was uh, on this past Sunday. I went down and had brunch with a friend, and then we did a few raids, and then I hopped back on the train and came back. It was like a nice little two and a half hour jaunt with a buddy, you know. And then uh, three hundred thousand Stardust did that absolutely. I played my little tail off for a few days. Uh, Fifty eggs, I did do that. Did I catch a cryogonal? No. <laughs> Oh no! Seventy-five percent. Oh, I only have one cryogonal. What? I totally thought I caught two of those. Okay, you caught one. I did catch one. I'm jealous. That should have been one of your goals. (laughs) I had it already when we recorded last. Oh, you had caught it at that point in time. Yeah, I threw up Uh, a I threw up a glacial lure while I was on a break at work and just showed up. And I'm like, hey, lucky sitting in Union Station for two hours. We ran like two of those things and not one. Yeah, That's I was a little rough. bit bummed, but yeah, I've, I've heard similar reports, though. Either you get it right away or you don't get it at all. But hey, uh, that, that's cool. You got it. That's proof it works, I guess. Yes. Also, we're going to get a bunch of snow soon, so I'm not too worried. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to happen. more than we know what to do with, I bet. I don't look forward to that. No. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that it's like Lunatone rarity. Do you remember like when Lunatone was like insanely hard to get? Yes. Yes, I do. Because yes. I didn't get one until someone traded it to me. Right. So I'm kind of hoping that the rarity in snow is kind of like that. It'd be exciting yeah. if it was. As long as it's not just tied to those lures. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they said it can spawn the wild when it's snowing as well, but also glacial lures. So that that should be good to go. But we're getting ahead of ourselves here. We're already discussing things. We don't have topics, dude. Let's hop into the news. So it's January. Hope you noticed, or seven days in as of this recording, probably eight days or nine days in by you listening to this. If you didn't notice it was January, I don't know what to tell you other than it's January. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about some research stuff here. Bunch of research changes as, you know, it does when the months change. Research breakthrough from Wednesday, January 1st, which is already past us, to February 1st at 1 p.m. PST. Uh, that You're going to be able to catch a Lapras that knows Ice Shard or Ice Beam. Uh, you should be able to encounter the Lapras in the 1076 to 1131 CP range. Uh, and so, you know, 1131 would be good IVs and 1076 would be not so great IVs in comparison. Lapras caught from the quest to hatch seven eggs, if you still have that, will have both Ice Beam and Ice Shard. But that would require you having had that quest saved before the field research breakthrough was changed over the reason that this is important and the reason i'm even mentioning that because it's kind of a weird thing to mention is that ice shard and ice beam the really good pvp moves it's like the best pvp move set you can get on a lapras so it's very notable because <laughs> when lapras is usable lapras is like an anchor and ice shard is the legacy move right it's yeah it's i can't remember level. which one did they add back into the pool did they when they brought back the legacy moves did was lapras one of the chosen few I don't think so. I don't believe so either. Uh, we'll we'll double check that. But uh, yes, either way, it is a valuable Pokemon. So if you can, please grind those things out because it's going to be great. Have you got one yet? 
No, I have not gotten one yet. I will. My current pace, I should have one, I think, by Saturday. Ooh, I got one. <laughs> you did? Isn't it good? I did. Is it shiny? Yeah, it is. It's not shiny. It is almost perfect, though. Ooh. It is 95, 90, 95.5, whatever that is. But it makes it bad for PvP, though, which is unfortunate. That's true. But all the same, I don't know. Getting a Lapras feels good. Both Ice Shard and Ice Beam are legacy. Okay. Okay. All right. So this is, like we were saying, very valuable. Again, even if they weren't legacy, you should still go for these. But the fact that they are makes this even better. So if you can, grind a bunch of them out. And if they continue to keep these moves legacy and you have like seven extra or whatever then that well, actually you can't do that because this isn't two months long <laughs> i'm so used to it being in bunches now you know it's weird to oh, see one month but i'm i'm relieved yeah you could have a couple extra ones maybe toss to a couple of friends or have for trading fodder would not be a bad idea let's move on though to research tasks the research tasks have changed and there are only a couple of ones that are like really notable in my opinion, they added a new category of quests, which I think is the most interesting part about this. And that has to do with the new buddy system. Um, if you earn five hearts with your buddy, the reward is a Stantler. Take a snapshot of your buddy and it's a Snover. That's cool. I like that they keep adding those things in there and such. And since we're in the middle of an egg related event, here are the four egg research tasks. If you hatch an egg, you get an execute. Hatch three eggs will get you a magmar or a rare candy. Hatch five eggs will get you a chancy or three rare candy. And hatch seven eggs will get you a Lolan Vulpix or just a Lolan Vulpix. No like 10 rare candy, nothing crazy. So there, there you go. Why is the seven an Alolan Vulpix? Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but hey. I completed one before I knew what it was because I just happened to get it right as my eggs were hatching. I was excited for like two seconds and then I was disappointed. Yeah. The other ones are pretty much like run of the mill. I mean, there are three that I have my eye on and one of those three is, is for a bad reason. I want to warn you guys to not do it before I issue said warning. Are there any on this list that really pop out to you? I mean, I see Cub Chew has now gone into the Evolve of Pokemon as well as Eevee, at least for this month. Uh, and I can't really see anything else. Super great. That one, that one definitely stood out. For me, especially because I want to finish the Cub Chew into the Bear Tick. Right. Everything else, nothing new stands out. The spin 10 Pokestops for five silver pin at berries, that's always good. And any sponsored field research. Yes, please. Oh, yeah. They're always great. The one I want to warn you about, it's it's the suite of three that have to do with winning raids. Um, well, I guess there's technically four, but the fourth one is, kind of doesn't really qualify. If you battle in a raid, the one that says battle in a raid, just one raid, swine up. Fine. That's fine. Let's skip the middle one. Win five raids, Aerodactyl. Good. That's still good. Win three raids will give you either three max revives or three max potions. I would <laughs> advise you, if you find this task, find your nearest garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> and toss and it away it, it away. is not worth your investment and not worth your time that slot should be used anywhere else so before you go through the trouble of winning three raids and you're like ah three or fives really come on guys don't just save it's yourself so the heartache it's i so guess it, that one's pretty bad but there are you know a couple of them that are really great uh so hey and that larvitar make three excellent throws in a row is still it's there never going away despite <laughs> 
despite how common Lavatar is in 10K eggs, it's just never going away. I kind of love it. Like, I'll be sad to see it go, you know? <laughs> I remember they added it and we're all like, are you crazy? Yeah. And here we are, crazy. more than a year uh-huh. past. I mean, it's totally doable. Don't get me wrong. I just think it's a big ask for what the reward is. Agreed. Yeah. And the, the, the fourth rating one was win a level three or higher raid. And there's four options for that. One rare candy, one max revive, Kabuto or Omanite. I suppose you can roll the dice on that one. But I would also not recommend that one to anybody. Um, if it has a rare candy, I'll do it. Three. You can solo oh, tier three. I, I guess it is one one level three raid and not three raid, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You won me over. Way to convince me. <laughs> All right. Cool. Moving on from there, we did get some new raid bosses as well. I did see this information online on Twitter. That's where I'm getting this from. It's been uh, confirmed more or less on Silk Road as well. Uh, the new raid bosses are in tier one: Clink, Magikarp, Oshawott. Sandshrew, Shinx, and Whalmer. Tier 2, Breloom, Gligar, Kingler, Marowak, Mawile, Prinplup, Raticate, and Wobbuffet. Tier 3, Alolan Raichu, Donphan, Machamp, Onyx, and Vaporeon. Tier 4, Alolan Marowak, Excadrill. That's awesome. Ooh, that, I, need that. <laughs> I think that's the winner. I do. Um, tier 4, continuing, Galarian Weezing, great. Gollum. Uh, Rhydon and Tyranitar. And then Tier 5, Heatran, and then Regigigas is in EX Raid. And somebody on the Silf Road subreddit noted that the end date for Regigigas has been removed from whatever informational page was about it. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. So we might be in for a few more months than we initially thought of that guy, which is fine. I mean, whatever. I wasn't really going out of my way to attend those raids to begin with. And so it's kind of one less thing to worry about for me while I'm playing, I guess. But uh, I I want to be excited about EX raids again. If I'm being so honest right now, I just that's what I want. I want to be excited again. <laughs> I just I got to say, why is it Ashwat in the tier one raids? This is a personal one for me because Ashwat is the only nest that I found. And it's also not even that uncommon to spawn. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Meanwhile, right? I've hatched like four or five of them at least in like the last two weeks. Uh-huh. And I'm still sitting on a second evolution for Tepig and Snivy. I'm trying to find out if there's an explanation in the, you know, how you can pretty, you can always kind of see the, the, the progression through the tiers of what they're trying to go for. Uh, the tier one usually is just whatever though. It's shiny never, though. Oshawott's not yeah, shiny. They're, they're shi- yeah. Yeah. For sure. That, yeah, that is uh, weird. You're right. How strange. Why Ashwa? <laughs> I'm just a little. Look, I'm just a little bit salty about that one. Okay, it's it's not that big a deal. But. Uh, yeah, but it's super. It is super strange. Yeah, no, you're right. I also love tier two having eradicated in it still. Uh, this, it's still. Oh how long God. do the party hats last? Do you know? I can only assume till the end of the the hatchathon event, which we will be talking about in a moment. That could definitely be the case. And speaking of the hatchathon, Kyle, thanks for the professional handoff. Wow. So when did this hatchathon start? Well, it started on January 2nd. And when does it end? When does it end already? The 16th at 1 p.m. CST. Features include you might be able to hatch a Pichu or Wormple wearing a party hat from a two kilometer egg. You might be able to, they say. I've got a lot. I don't know about you, Kyle. How many how many of each of these do you have? Uh, I got like three or four of the Pichu 
and like only two or three of the wormhole. Mm-hmm. But continue first, because I'll have more to say in a okay. second. Can, can we just take a moment to celebrate the fact that Party Hat Wormple is finally amongst mortals? I, I know, right? Yeah, it, I it's I, I can't believe it's real still. I have like six of them. But they couldn't they couldn't resist Pikachu as well like, <laughs> at the same time. I just couldn't resist it. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, uh, continuing, you'll have the chance to hatch Pichu wearing party hats from seven kilometer eggs. There you go. More of that. <laughs> in two star raids, you'll have a chance to challenge Raticate and Wobbuffet wearing party hats. <laughs> so, yeah, those both are those two are both still in tier two. So I think you're right on the money there until the 16th. That would that would be it. In the wild, Pikachu wearing party hats will be available to catch. If you're lucky, you might encounter shiny Raticates, Pikachu, Pichu, Wobbuffet, and Wurmple, all of them wearing party hats. Now, party hat Wurmple might be, might be the greatest Pokemon of all time. Its shiny version confirms this. On, on that note, something I forgot to mention during our discussions of our goals in our week was that I hatched a party hat Wurmple and it was shiny on the first day of the event. So (laughs) I hadn't even realized the event had started because I had a late start at work and worked really late, got in my car, opened up my phone, Adventure Sync hatched some eggs for me. First egg that popped up, Wurmple with a party hat and it was shiny. And I hate you. I didn't, I didn't register. I was like, what wait <laughs> what that's amazing <laughs> so excited i'm so jealous and, and this seems like an appropriate time to remind everybody that the applications are still open for a new co-host on this. <laughs> i'm um, so happy for you and so mad at the universe I, I not only is it one of the best like there is because it's party hat wormhole but it's yeah. also purple which just is perfect because purple is my favorite color mm-hmm so I'm happy for you. You and your if I wasn't walking ghosts, trophy. this would be my buddy right now. Sure. I've seen I've seen bunches uh, of people have him as buddy already, and it's just it's great watching him run around with his little party <laughs> hat on. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> um, there's also some bonuses with this hatchathon as well. Two times hatch candy, two times hatch stardust. Um, and this is old news for this first week but you guys can get this on next week adventure sync reward that happens on monday at 9 a.m your local time you get a reward for walking 50 kilometers there's an additional reward upon the irregular ones uh 50 000 stardust 15 rare candies and a guaranteed unova stone that's a lot of good stuff so if you have the opportunity to break 50 kilometers this week for Monday, you should, and I hope you managed to do so this past week as well. I saw a post online that if you had a, like a star piece going or something like that, yep. um, people were getting like 91,000 stardust when everything was said and done or whatever. Yeah. From all it, the tiers being added together. Like, look, this is what the 50K should have rewarded, like, yeah. by default. This yeah, is the second time the they've done time, it now. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it actually feels good to like open up the game on Monday and be like, sweet. Uh huh. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that. This is a proper return on investment. You're right. But oh well. I mean, I'm happy they keep bringing it back. You know, uh, I'm hoping that maybe that means that they'll have more adventure sync related rewards in the future for maybe other things. It'd be really cool if they had um distance uh related rewards for live events and stuff. 
too. That'd be fun. But anyway, and <laughs> entering into some very dangerous speculative area. Oh, by the way, speaking of GoFest, we don't have this listed in the news here, but if you guys saw an article uh, floating around that that said that it knew what the dates for Dortmund were going to be the 7th through the 11th of August, that information is false. That's been confirmed by Niantic through several, several um, outlets, including Pokemon Go Hub and several of their um, influencers. So please, if you saw that and you're like, I really want to go to Dortmund and you are trying to buy flights or hotels or whatever, cancel those if you did or don't do it at all, because that's not correct. While we are super still waiting <laughs> on uh, on the dates for the actual events, I'm really hoping they announce them soon so we can all get our plans together. Um, don't don't buy that one. That that's that one is incorrect. So just just a PSA, I suppose. Um, but the last thing that has to do with the hatchathon that came out with it, you can also celebrate 2020 with the 2020 specs, which are now available in the style shop. They oh are some God. dorky looking 2020 <laughs> glasses that have like a Pokeball uh, finish to them. Uh, they're it, lovely. At least the lenses are inside the zeros. True. True. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's <laughs> there's that if you want to wear that, I guess. <laughs> um, next thing on the on the docket here, Heatran returns to raids from Tuesday, January 7th. That's today. To Tuesday, February 4th at 1 p.m. PST, Heatran will be back in five-star raids. And Shiny Heatran is available for the first time. Heatran Shiny is a little underwhelming. Is it? I have not seen it. It's not <laughs> bad. Highlights change and the eyes change color, and that's about it. Let's let's see. Um, but just really quick, because we, we oh. have done a... <laughs> yeah, it's not that great, huh? <laughs> Uh, but a shiny legendary is a shiny legendary. It's, it looks like it's sick. It's like it's pale. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But if you remember, we've gone through and we've done raid guides for Heatran before. Here's the long and the short of it. It's a steel fire type. So Garchomp is your best bet. Other than Garchomp, you can also bring a Groudon with a ground moves like Mudshot and Earthquake. Excadrill is really great. Mudslap, Drill Run. Swampert, Mudshot, Earthquake. Uh, Golurk has a ground moves as well <laughs> any other suggestions kyle uh i mean there's always the mainstay of machamp with counter dynamic punch there you go you already have six of those made <laughs> and uh hard to argue with that it really it really is <laughs> so yeah heat trans and raids hopefully you guys uh have an opportunity to go grab some of those you have until february 4th yet again great this last piece of news is very small but it could be monumental Maybe in the future. New Unova loading screen, and there's three unreleased Pokemon on it. Those three are Scolipede, Axu, and Seawaddle. Two of those are bug types, and Axu is like the Larvitar. Pseudo-legendary. Of, yeah, it's the Larvitar of that generation. So that's exciting. I mean, usually when they put Pokemon on the loading screen, that means that they'll be, you know, released soon. Uh, so although Gibble was in a, uh, a screen, yeah. and he wasn't released for like a month after that, right? And also, our last loading screen had Deerling and Sawsbuck, I think yes, is the Sawsbuck. evolution's name, uh -huh. on it. And we still have not gotten those. That's so. true. Hmm. Maybe maybe somebody dropped a memo somewhere, and instead of Shiny Stantler, where you're supposed to get just Sawsbuck in the first place. <laughs> That's what I think. And like, quick, quick, 
what else can we do for holidays <laughs> that uh, one deer pokemon. pokemon oh yeah you're right and they're like you mean snantler <laughs> no <laughs> Not <I> mean snantler. <laughs> that's the big horn pokemon get it right <laughs> all right anyway speaking of getting it right kyle you want to help us get it right with gear up so this week on gear up we want to talk about the best bang for your buck in terms of secondary charge moves some of this information was taken courtesy of a post on pokemon go hub and then some of it's been added after the fact based on experience but a majority of these are going to be slated towards pvp because in terms of raiding and taking gyms, you only need one move. Although a second move is never going to hurt you unless you accidentally click the wrong move, in which case that does hurt, it you. Has hurt you. Yep. So or it could happen twice within an hour at GoFest 2019. <laughs> Just saying it could happen oh. to anybody. <laughs> oh, I forgot that it happened. 150 stars to drink. Oh, my heart. <laughs> especially so stardust starved right now oh man anyways first here we got the cheap skates that is the 10k stardust and 25 candy charge moves this tier includes any uh community day charge move user that are starter pokemon so charizard venusaur swampert all with their community day move charizard you want dragon claw Venusaur with Sludge Bomb and then Swampert with Earthquake. All of these give them much better coverage in terms of PvP as well as keeping the powerhouse that is their community they move. Another standout is Alteria, who's another really good Pokemon for PvP with Sky Attack and then either Dragon Pulse and Dazzling Gleam. This also holds true for Gyarados and Wailord. Their secondary moves cost 10k Stardust and 25 Candies. Me and Chris found that kind of interesting when I was writing this, because why is the 400 candy evolution special? Who knows? Uh, Maybe they cut cut you a break because you. Yeah, it's like you paid the 400 candy. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. Don't want it. Don't want you to pay too much. But if you accidentally click the wrong button that you just got to eat it. Right. Um, The the (laughs) other note here is that, yes, those 400 candy ones are are like that. But the only exception is Meltan. Or Melmetal, uh, rather. Meltan. Yes. This is true. Uh-huh. This is true. Also in this tier are the babies. Any Pokemon that has a pre-evolution, the pre-evolution only, will it cost 10k Stardust and 25 candy to unlock. A couple of the standouts are Badoo with Grass Knot or Solar Beam and Sludge Bomb. Togepi with Dazzling Gleam and Aerial Ace. Riolu with Brick Break and Shadow Ball. Although the Brick Break doesn't matter because it will lose that when it becomes Lucario anyways. And then Tyrogue with Close Combat and Stone Edge. Or if you are going to evolve it into a Hitmonchan, one of the Elemental Punches. Whichever, you know, whichever one you want, obviously. Next here we have the Standard Cost. The one that you think of when you think of a secondary move. 50k Stardust, 50 Candies. First up, Azumaro. Play Rough and Ice Beam. Now, I'm going to just interject and say mine has Hydro Pump on it, um, and it has won me It has won me several battles because everyone's expecting a quick move, so they're not going to block it. And then you hit them with a Hydro Pump, and it takes out three quarters of their health. And they're like, what did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I should have blocked it. 
Uh, I will I will die on the hill that I think Ice Beam is a superior choice. I think objectively it is. But Hydro I like Hydro Pump. It's fun. Oh sure. It's more yeah. fun. Yeah. I just if not if only for the reaction, right? I mean <laughs> Yeah. Uh Azumarill is a fantastic Pokemon for PvP. If you do PvP, you're gonna want to invest the Stardust into building one. Next up we have Rhyperior with Stone Edge and Earthquake. Again, just for the coverage here. Lastly, we have Weavile with Avalanche and Foul Play trying to take advantage of both the dark and ice typing that Weavile has. And it's very good in both categories. If you know it's a bit of a glass cannon to be top tier for both of them. Next, we have the moderate tier, which is 75k Stardust and 75 candies. Now, it's not very moderate, but it is when you compare it to the next tier. (laughs) (laughs) First is Tyranitar, Stone Edge, and Crunch. Just trying to take advantage of those if you want to keep SmackDown. So you have SmackDown, Stone Edge, and you can still, you know, take a bite out of some psychic types if you really want to. Bastiodon. Stone Edge and Flamethrower. This one is a PvP powerhouse, but you really want that that Flamethrower as the second move to help it deal with other steel types. But boy, is Bastiodon an investment. He is an investment. I think we can. And he is very, <laughs> How many? very good, um, except that when he is up against anything that even resembles a counter, he gets his butt kicked. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But if you don't have a counter, he will plow through your whole team. Yep. Lastly, here we have Metagross with Meteor Mash, Legacy, and Earthquake. Now, I kept this one on here because I wanted to talk about it because I didn't get it. It clearly must be PvP related. But where are you using Metagross in PvP? It must be it must be Master League, right? I don't really know the answer to that question. I mean, Earthquake would do what? What is that? countering it is steel psychic right so i mean earthquake is poison it's, it's not even rock to counter fire it's it counters it would it's ground it would counter poison okay so there's that there's that answer but i feel like there there has to be more than just one application right yeah i mean it's got it's there to to cover any weaknesses metagross has that he can't just switch out of yeah interesting lastly we have the big boys a hundred thousand stardust and a hundred candies why are you doing this to yourself? Don't <laughs> don't unlock these unless you absolutely need to. Giratina, 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 A. Giratina, A. <laughs> Giratina, A. Dragon Claw and Ancient Power or Shadow Sneak. Giratina Altered Form is a beast in PvP. Basically, if you can't deal with it, you can't compete in the higher leagues that's just you know full stop end of story mm-hmm. next up mewtwo if he has shadow ball you're gonna want to keep shadow ball and then unlock basically any other move except for focus blast don't don't get focus blast it's bad <laughs> it's there's so many better options yes yeah ice ice beam is my personal ice choice. beam is probably the top one yeah. makes it like the second or third best ice type in the game still which is silly yeah but that's Mewtwo. I mean, if it was any Pokemon, it would have to be Mewtwo. And lastly, Moltres with Sky Attack and Legacy and Overheat. Sky Attack Moltres is just really good. 
overheat gives it the extra coverage without getting rid of your legacy move. This is the one that I would recommend doing over any of the, over the other two, unless you really are doing PVP because you get to expand the use of your Moltres. Absolutely. Uh, I did a recent purge of my Pokemon storage uh, when it was during the double transfer candy stuff. I went and I finally parred down my legendaries, at least a little bit. Uh, but then I found out that I had like tons of Sky Attack Moltres because we went and we did that raid day and I just still have uh-huh. like all of them. I, I, have, I have 16 of them. Oh my. And I just. Yeah. Okay. I think I might. I probably still have all of them as well. I just yeah. don't bother to check. I just didn't. I, I, it wasn't until I differentiated them from just the regular Moltres that I had that many Sky Attacks. So if it's, I mean, I know it's really good. I've got, I've got one that's, that's been powered up uh, and I use it quite frequently. Maybe I should power up the other ones. I didn't they're, realize. They're definitely good. They're definitely good choices. I mean, it's one of the best generalists, right? I mean, yep. Sky Attack Moltres is up there. It's good for rocket stops too. Makes makes quick work of them. For sure. If it's yeah. super effective. I'd like to add one more Pokemon to this list that occurred to me as I was reading. And because we talked about it earlier. Melmetal. He's he costs a hundred thousand stardust and a hundred candies, because it's technically a legendary. Yeah. It's really good. Melmetal is a good Pokemon. And it hurts my heart to say that. <laughs> Yeah, but you like you like Melmetal better than Meltan. Melmetal is better than Meltan. I still don't like him though. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I've used Melmetal in PvP a number of times and can confirm he's pretty. Melmetal is is good for PvP, but also if you're struggling with the Rocket Leaders, Melmetal does a good job against some of the Pokemon that they have. He's he's one of the top counters for some of them. I don't I can't remember off the top of my head which ones they were, but yeah, especially because they keep they're switching them up every now and then now which is nice it's good keep us on our toes man (laughs) cool great well thank thanks for that kyle thanks for filling us in we've had a couple of people um uh, ask us about these in in particular so i saw an article it's like hey we should talk about this today because we've talked about this a number of times in the past so i think now's the time so great cool 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 i know that tyranitar is like it's a big investment but it's so worth it it's so worth it every time to have that extra move on him, in my opinion. I just like uh, always find that like, like, okay, hear me out, right? Because if you have SmackDown, SmackDown's almost always good and it's pretty good for energy generation and Crunch is low energy, right? So if you if you have Crunch as a secondary move on a SmackDown Stone Edge Tyranitar, it can still fill the role that a double dark Tyranitar would in most cases. And so it makes that investment really efficient. Yeah, but like think about it for a second i don't know off the top of my head but what level can you get a freshly evolved tyranitar to with seventy-five thousand stardust and 75 candy that's like huh. a good you know 20 to 30 power-ups depending on what level it is yeah yeah that's that's true so it might just be better to if you're drowning in candy at least and not stardust just power up another tyranitar that could be the case but I just like the efficiency. He's conceited. I love it. <laughs> I like the, I just like the efficiency. I don't know. That's the value. Okay, for me. But I think okay. you're right. I think that's a good argument, especially now that we all have 3,000 Pokemon storage. I guess it's really. <laughs> 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 uh, not enough. We need 5,000, Niantic. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks. Let's, let's move on to uh, the Poke lore. And we're going to cover somebody we've already talked about this episode. 
This week we're going to talk about Heatran, the Lava Dome Pokemon. Ooh. Does, does he really have a dome? I guess his head is kind of a I dome, right? I don't know. He's a bug. Whatever. Uh, you know. He's, he's not actually hey, Chrome a Dome, type, how you but, doing? <laughs> Chrome Dome. <laughs> Heatran is a reddish-brown Pokemon resembling a tortoise and a ram. Mm-mm. It ain't a bug. He looks he's, like a bug. You want, you want more bugs. He looks like a bug. bug. I know. He's not bug-type, though, which is a bummer. <laughs> It's okay. You're going to get Volcarona. Don't worry. Yeah, maybe. Maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> it is dotted with orange and gray spots, and it has metal bangles locked on its legs. Its four claws on each of its feet are in a cross formation. These claws allow it to dig deep into walls, and its feet allows it to stick to a surface so it can hang and climb from walls and ceilings. So it's Spider-Man. spider man yeah. Heatran. <laughs> I... He, spider heat man <laughs> spider heat man yeah yeah, yeah. and while, I'm sorry while we're in the middle of breaking this really quick I do want to mention that even though Heatran is a legendary Pokemon it is the only legendary Pokemon that has a gender ratio the only one? yes yes Heatran huh. is the only legendary Pokemon that can be either male or female so can you breed it in the main series games? I don't think you can breed it. And let me oh. let me see if it's got an egg type listed here, but I do not believe so. There is no egg group. Egg group undiscovered. Dang. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yep. That's them. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Heatran has a gray underside and its face is covered by an iron mask with red orange eyes uncovered. Whenever it is seen with its mouth open, an orange glow emanates from inside it. Because it's intense body heat, certain parts of its body are melted slightly out of shape. Oh. That doesn't sound like a sustainable situation at all. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, That sounds like existence is pain sort of situation. I mean, it gets even worse. Boiling blood like magma circulates throughout its body. Heatran is a a fierce guardian. Without the power of the magma stone, Heatran would rampage and cause the volcanic crater where it dwells to erupt. Heatran is the only known Pokemon that learns Magma Storm, which it did not learn this time in raids. No, it did It did not. Although people were really hoping. Yeah, they were. Now it's stats. Max CP, 3754. That's pretty good. It's up there. It's, it's pretty good. He's got, a, he's got a pretty high attack at 251, solid defense at 213, and slightly above average stamina at 209. Its best move set is Fire Spin and Flamethrower. It's decent. <laughs> it is decent. That is the best you can say. It is like, like number five or six in terms of fire type attackers that currently are in the game, at least. Right. It's going to be pushed a couple more places down as this generation goes farther. The only thing I would say is that if you are going to use a Heatran at all, uh, make sure it has this move set because the one of the other charge moves it can know is Fire Blast, and Fire Blast just is not Flamethrower. Yeah. It's just not, unfortunately. It's a little bit worse, but it's, I mean, Flamethrower was the clear winner. So there's that. Yeah, Heatran's great. I think I've used it a few times, but it, I used it in situations when, like, all of my Entei were, like, knocked out or I didn't have an Entei <laughs> that was, like, good enough at the time or whatever yeah so just ante is better mole trace is better yeah charizard Blast with Blast Charizard is yeah. only slightly worse yeah and way more accessible to most people um yeah. it, if you've been playing in the past year yeah 
There you go. Hopefully you guys get a chance to grab a heat train while he's in raids. Now that you've learned a little bit more about it or him slash her rather. What a cool little tidbit of information. But let's move on to the PvP section where we're going to talk very briefly about the Fusion Cup meta because I did promise y'all we'd come back and we'd talk about it. So just a quick refresher on what Fusion Cup is. Fusion Cup focuses around dual type Pokemon of any any two type, single type, monotype. They're not allowed to be used at all in this thing. So it's got to be dual type. And only those with a second charge move unlock cost of 50k or below which is very pertinent to the conversation we just had so all the really great pokemon we mentioned at the end you can't use them sorry too bad so sad <laughs> that stinks but it this this creates a very interesting pool of pokemon that are very good so when it comes to team building this is definitely more straightforward than timeless cup is uh, and and there are some core choices that you're going to want to grab. I'm pulling most of this information from a Game Press article that I'm going to link in our show notes as well. So if you'd like to look at that, um, but also some experience on my end because I've done a fair amount of PvP, I suppose. So the standard uh, lineups will probably look like uh, you know, it'll involve a Wish Cash and an Altaria and a Bronzong, and then you want a Grass, and then you want a Fairy or Ice, and then you want a Fire type. And we'll go through all of these in just a moment. So, uh, first up is Altaria and other flying types. Uh, Altaria, if you bring that, it's a Dragon Breath, Sky Attack, and Dragon Pulse. That's some okay coverage for it, but coverage really isn't the thing with Altaria. Altaria is an anchor, Altaria is a thick wall. It's it's aggressive with Dragon Breath and Sky Attack, uh, and and pretty much will always out trade literally anything that isn't going to like kick its butt based on typing and stuff. <laughs> Altaria is really strong and terrifying if it's on the other end of the battlefield. Noctowl is on this list, which is very interesting. It's it could be kind of like an adjacent choice to Altaria in some very specific situations. Um, but it is also really beefy. So Noctowl, you want to bring it with Wing Attack, Sky Attack, and Nightshade, which is a very interesting charge move. Nightshade. I didn't realize that that was the case, but here we are. Uh, the the thing <laughs> that this article points out, it goes out of its way to point out. It's like, hey, Noctowl can survive a blizzard from Wishcash and like two Ice Punch from Polyrath and, and can beat them. So yes, this thing is beefy, beefy, beefy. Golbat is next on this list. Wing Attack, Poison Fang, Shadow Ball is kind of like an interesting choice if you really wanted to counter grass and fighting as well as a little bit of fairy, I guess. Uh, Farfetch'd, Air Slash, Leaf Blade, and Aerial Ace. This is pretty much just putting a grass pivot in one of your flying options, which is always great. So there's that. (laughs) I know it's weird, right? But I I didn't think that Farfetch'd knew Leaf Blade, but when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense because he's got literally a a vegetable as a weapon. So let's also just point out that Farfetch'd maxes out at 2336 CP. 1236. Sorry, 1236. That's what I meant to say. It's worse. It's it's so bad, but like (laughs) it's good here, which yeah. Feels bad if you're building it just for this cup, because you'll probably never use it again. Yeah, pretty much. But if you want to have an excuse to use Farfetch'd, this cup is like that. But again, it it has the grass pivot in it. So you're kind of running a gamble, right? You don't have quite the coverage as like an a Noctowl would have, I suppose, in this situation. But moving on to Wishcash and other ground type Pokemon. Wishcash is like 
one of my favorite PvP Pokemon of all time. Mostly because he's cheap. He's very, very, very flexible and valuable. He can spam Mud Shot. And uh, sorry, he can spam Mud Bomb. Mud Shot's his quick move. He's got Mud Shot, Mud Bomb, and Blizzard. And Blizzard wrecks people. Like Blizzard, <laughs> Mud Bomb hits him every two seconds. And Blizzard, if you charge that thing up and like you, you fake it out and you're able to hit anybody with a straight on Blizzard and it's not just resisted, Blizzard will pretty yeah. much take out most of somebody's HP. It's like a hydro pump. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Moving on next is Clay Doll. Confusion, Earth Power, and Psychic. This is definitely <laughs> the first line of this article. I was going to talk about what I know about Claydol, but this caught my eye and I can't not read this. This psychic tank brings a different flavor compared to Mud Boys. <laughs> mud Boys. Which it loses to, by yes, the Yes, is what it says, yeah. However, going down to Whizcash, even if it goes straight Blizzard. Yes, that's... Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But anyway, <laughs> Claydol is great because it brings some psychic to the whole ground equation. And Earth Power is a great charge move. So there you go. Swampert, Mudshot, Hydro Cannon. That's Legacy. And Earthquake, obvious choice here because, hey, Hydro Cannon is really, really good. All of the uh, starter community moves are very good. Earthquake also got a slight buff recently. Um, and Mudshot is really great for energy generation. Quagsire. Same situation here, except no Hydro Cannon. Mudshot, Stone Edge, and Earthquake, which is great because Stone Edge from a water Pokemon having a rock type is spectacular. So there's that. Moving on to the next section, which is Bronzong and other Steel types. Bronzong, Confusion Psychic, Confusion, Psyshock, and Bulldoze. We've talked about Bronzong in the past. Bulldoze makes it so that it's it's excellent against like other steel types and such so if somebody else brings a steel type that's not bronzong and you do bulldoze bulldoze that steelix into the ground literally do what you gotta <laughs> do a little sand slash with powder snow ice punch and bulldoze similar situation here except a little more on the nose with like the ice typing obviously um so you're gonna see a little bit of pivot there as well which is great especially if you're looking for an anti um like an alolan sand slash that knows powder snow and ice punch would wreck any flying type just about <laughs> that would be kind of game over uh probo pass with spark rock slide and thunderbolt i feel like probo pass is almost on any list where he's relatively uh allowed to be played spark rock slide and thunderbolt rock and electric types from a move pool at the same time spectacular not a bad choice I'm going to speed through these because I'm kind of taking a little bit too long here. But Fairy and Ice types, Wigglytuff, you, you want to bring Charm, Ice Beam, and Play Rough. Play Rough is so strong. Togekiss, also similar situation that, you know, Pro Pass is like if there, if Togekiss can be on a list, it is just so built for PvP because it does great damage, but it's a huge wall that it's almost always useful. So you want Charm, Ancient Power, and Flamethrower on that. Spectacular type coverage. Alola Ninetales is on this list, Charm, Slice Shock, and Ice Beam as well. Um, and then there's also Polyrath. If you still got a Polyrath hanging around that's got Mudshot, Ice Beam, and Dynamic, Dynamic Punch that's already built, just you should use that. It's not a bad choice at all, especially now that Mudshot is now TMable and it's not Legacy. It's what what a time what a time to be alive. <laughs> and then the last section here is the uh, the Grass types. Uh, it starts off with Ship Tree with Snarl, Leaf Blade, and Foul Play, which is interesting. Um, but it, it's going to be—I uh, mean, those Dark types are just good against like the Bronzong, right? Because 
if somebody brings the wrong dawn to counter everybody else, you bring the shift tree, it kind of counters that, and you still have the grass as an option. For Venusaur, Vine Whip, Frenzy Plant, and Sludge Bomb, I, do I have to explain this one? That one's pretty obvious, right? <laughs> For, Frenzy Plant, Venusaur, Venusaur. Yeah, he shows up every PvP cup. Almost every PvP cup, I swear. Um, Exeggutor for Confusion, Seed Bomb, and Psychic. And then some notable mentions if you want to have a little bit of fire flavor, a little Marowak, Charizard, the usual suspects like Houndoom and stuff. And then if you kind of if you want to go crazy, there are some wild cards as well. But the list is so long and so interesting that I don't feel like it's appropriate to use the time now. So I'm going to put that link in the show notes. Let me just give you a little teaser. Gyarados and Heracross. Yo. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'll put that link in the show notes for you guys. But here's the here's the quick summary. Again, you want to build a team that has a Wizcash, Altaria, and Bronzong core. Choose a grass. Choose a fairy or ice, and then choose something else, like a fire or a wild card, to really round out the whole team. Now, as I ask every single month, Kyle, will you be participating in the Fusion Cup this month? When does Fusion Cup run till? The end of the month. Maybe. And I only say maybe because I have like two-thirds of these Pokemon already built to some degree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this this cup is way more accessible than the previous one was. Timeless? Yeah. Yeah. By a long shot. Timeless was no, no thank yeah. you. But yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I'll think about this one. Okay. All right. Um, I would like to. I definitely would. I think I actually pretty much have a team built out. Like I have that Bronzong and a Wizcash. I've got an Altaria. Like I'm pretty much good to go, I think, for once, which is great. I don't want to spend any more Stardust than I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Let's move on to the Pokepole. So last week's question What are you looking forward to the most in Pokemon Go heading into 2020? Maxitron said, Go Battle League and occlusion mechanics in the AR Plus features. Not announced, but I would like the ability to pick the action my Pokemon performs when I take a picture of it instead of being stuck with the charge move animation. That's a good one. That one, like, that would make AR photography so much better. I think there's a way when you're you're playing with your buddy to get it to do different animations i, I heard somebody else talking yeah, about it it would just be nice to have like an option oh for sure yeah if the, default if it. there was a more robust like um the camera feature that was just all about the photography of it and less about the functionality of like playing with your buddy and stuff then yes yeah that, totally. that'd be awesome hi casper said improvements to current features i'm most excited to see what comes next for the go rocket quests now that we have all three birds as well as what new features will come to the buddy system. I hope you get more ways to interact with your buddy. I agree completely. Yeah, me too. Anything that improves current stuff, it's, it's always quality of life, quality of life, quality of life as well. Have you done any of the, have you finished any of the Go Rocket special research stuff yet? Like, have you nope. done Giovanni yet? No. I haven't either, dude. And I just, I still it's been like three months in a row. I just haven't felt the need to finish it. It now that I know that going forward it's gonna be five shadow Pokemon instead of fifteen, I'll probably just trudge through this one that I have stuck on looming in the shadows and just pay the absorbent amount. Yeah. And then going forward, five, that's not so bad. I might no. start doing those. No, that's not so bad at all. That's five to ten K Stardust if you're smart about it. DeFi said, events, events, events. Agreed <laughs> to all three. Yep. <laughs> Those are three great points. 
Logan says, mostly the new PvP update and hopefully some new point of interest to use some of the unused point of interests in Pokemon Go. Yeah, they shut down the the Pokestop nominations for a little bit, but they reopened them, I think, today. So hopefully, hopefully we can get to work it, on some of those points of interest. <laughs> so, well, it would yeah. be. I think what Logan's referring to is the fact that their their metadata that they use for Ingress and stuff have a lot of point of interest that don't appear in Pokemon Go. Oh, I see. Even ones saying. that would be qualified. Yeah. I mean, were you the one that was mentioning because you opened up Wizards Unite or you saw somebody else open up Wizards Unite and the place was full and in Pokemon Go it was just empty? Yes. Yeah. As well as I, somebody else on our Discord took three screenshots back when the spawns switched over between Wizards Unite, Pokemon Go, and Ingress. Yeah. It's a stark contrast between the three games in terms of how the point of interests appear. Pokemon Go is by far the most scarce of the three. Sure. Yeah. Terry Wolf says all of it, even the bad parts. Oh. Well, that's a. I want to have that kind of positive outlook on things. <laughs> well, happy to hear that you're you're being positive, Terry. And and for those of you that remember, Terry Wolf was uh, in the hospital earlier this year um, for a a brain related thing, and he is feeling great now. He's back at it. Still, he's killing the numbers, grinding away. So back at the grind. If you guys were worried, it's okay. He's doing great. He's doing great. Jolt Switch says more tournaments, more shout casting, 5G and Qualcomm AR glasses. Ooh, it's quite the list. Yeah. Malcolm says the community days for this year. Fingers crossed for Gibble. Uh, we'll see. Uh, as much as I want that it's, to be true, I just don't. It's not going to happen. Just, yeah, don't think so. <laughs> uh, are we just going to let everyone forget that Shiny Gibble is a thing now? Because I haven't forgotten. Uh, I, I did. I kind of forgot because I never see them. Yeah. Because how could you? I, I've <laughs> still never hatched my own gibble, so I don't know. Yeah. They still don't exist. Rampage said, personally, I'm looking forward to Pokemon home support. Some of my repeat shinies aren't doing any good in Go and will make excellent companions in the main series. Like my many shiny Turtwig, perfect for the Sinnoh remakes this year, hopefully. That's also a big, uh, that's a big if. I saw some people big one, mentioning yeah. that on Twitter. They were really hoping for the Cinna remake. It's a little soon after they released a main series game. Uh, for it'll them it'll happen. Day. Just just probably not by the end of this year. God, I want, Pro I want Let's Go yeah. Johto so bad. Can we please have that? That would be pretty. I would. I'd buy that. Yeah, me too. But it, as long I'm, as it had the the appropriate end game, the original had. Yeah, uh, I would. But I would be okay with a Sinnoh remake as well, or a black and white remake. That'd be cool. Well, the the Sinnoh remake is coming. They have a like a pretty solid schedule that they've seemed to have made obvious. The question is when. Right. I think. Right. Blemboy wrote in. I'm looking forward to some of the quality of life features the most, specifically updates to sending or managing gifts and the friends list, as well as updates to how charged TMs work would be huge improvements to the game, in my opinion. Could not agree more. Yeah, I don't think I... That's all that I can say. I don't say. think any of us could argue with that. No. Lastly, we have Sarah said, 
I'm excited for my work trip to Florida next month so I can snag Heracross and Corsola. I'm also planning some lifestyle changes and I'm using the game to help achieve those goals. I even made a spreadsheet to track my weekly progress. Woo! I modeled it after Chris's 500 Raids of Summer spreadsheet. Oh, no. But it probably looks basic compared to that one. No, that one was pretty basic. <laughs> I only had like... I think like two instances of automation, maybe three. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Spreadsheets. <laughs> look, look, don't don't judge my love of data. Get out of here. So this week's Pokepole, what's something you would personally like to eliminate or improve on this year in Pokemon Go? And whether this is a habit or or something else, what do you think? Um, do I have to do one of each something I'd like to eliminate and improve just no, I mean, it can be or okay, I think I'm going to give an example of each though anyway, just so that we could I, I don't know, I just I feel like I should. So something I like to improve on this year would be probably incorporating some of my older habits I used to have back into my current play. I think my grinding has gone back like significantly. I'm not, I don't play nearly as much as I used to overall, but I feel like I'm playing less, but I'm playing more efficiently. Like I'm not spending as much time just with the game, but with the game during times I, I feel like I should be. So like during events and then not really otherwise, right? Except for like walks and such. So I'd really like to, you know, be cognizant about like making sure that my Pokeball Plus is connected when i'm in the car and stuff like that like how can i incorporate other ways to play the game a little bit more so i can hit more of my goals and such because i kind of feel like in the past like six months i've been setting goals and i've been having a really difficult time keeping up with them because maybe, maybe they're too steep or maybe they're not but life keeps kind of getting in the way and i'd like to have that consistency back i guess um and as far as elimination goes or like maybe a bad habit or such like that may, i think maybe setting my sights too high might be something <laughs> that maybe i should hey, dial back that wouldn't be chris then that's true would it that's true i mean uh i think it's important to have goals i really do i think in pokemon go and and otherwise i think in your life it's important to have goals so maybe you know what no i'm good the way i am Thank you very much. Mr. 20 Shinies on Community Day. Yeah, exactly. All right, Kyle, your turn. What are you going to what are you going to change about the way you play Pokémon Go this year? All right. I think I've got one that's similar related to yours but a little bit more specific is I want to make more progress on Adventure Sync consistently throughout the year. So that involves that's going to involve playing more, but it's going to involve walking more. Yeah. In general, whether it's on a treadmill whether it's at work, I'm not going to say I want to reliably hit 50K because that's it's just like I'm nowhere close right now. But you never know. That's definitely my goal is to try and be more consistent with it. OK, from like just a like a fitness perspective or just like you want to uh, hit the well, adventure sink. In, and, yeah, in in general, it's 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 part of fitness thing, but it's also part like it correlates to gameplay at the same time. Right. It correlates to hatching eggs. It correlates to getting around more Pokemon. That kind of stuff. That's true. Great. I think that's a great answer. Awesome. And if you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, what's something you would personally like to eliminate or improve on this year in Pokemon Go? You can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com or you can always uh, answer that question when it's posted on social media, such as Facebook, 
or Twitter or in our Discord if you are a patron. And uh, speaking of patronage, if you want to help support the show, you can do so by supporting us on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast for as little as one dollar a month. You can join our patron exclusive discord where we do uh, PvP tournaments, hang out, talk about all the new events and stuff like that. We have a channel for you to yell on. We have a channel for you to smile and we have a channel for you to brag in. It's a great place. Um, you can also visit our website at GoCastPodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Like us on Facebook, the GoCast Podcast. And there's no emails this week. It, it was a holiday week, and we just definitely had a huge mailbag episode this last one. So that's not surprising to me in the least. But we do have to do our goals. I'm not going to forget about that oh. one. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Kyle, what are you working on this week, huh? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I have my Sableye. I'm going to keep working on my my 100% Sableye. All right. I'm not going to say I'm going to finish it because I got 11, I got 10 levels to go, and that's going to be like 180,000 Stardust. Oh, my gosh. Just for that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Going to see then about the Fusion Cup. I want to see if I can put together a team from what I already have or maybe plan something that can be made cheaply. Okay. Fusion cup. And I don't really want any Heatran, so that I don't know. You don't want to try for a shiny Heatran? I'm not doing I'm not doing legendary raids that I don't need to in this current weather. That's fair <laughs> enough. I, I can respect that. You, you maybe a startup goal. Who knows? Mm, eggs? I want to see I want to see if I can do an excadrill raid because I still don't have one yet. Okay. So yeah, that's a really nice way drill can be of getting a good quality IV one too. Uh, hopefully it can be relatively easily two manned, but we'll find out because, mm-hmm. you know, people don't really want to go do an extra drill, but maybe more people will because it's, you know, extra drill. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And again, it's hard to get people out to do like a Tyranitar nowadays. Yeah, which is surprising one, so. um, to me. Yeah, I know, but the candy is good, you know, like whatever. OK, so I've got Max or Sableye. Uh, toss together a fusion cup team and then complete an excadrill raid because you don't have one yet yes Alrighty, that sounds good sounds good to me and then for myself uh, i want to hit three hundred thousand stardust again i want to hatch 50 eggs yet again this week i want to add the 50 kilometers uh to my to-do list because of the stardust uh boon i it completely slipped my mind this past week and i did not get nearly enough um i didn't track a few of my workouts because <laughs> i just didn't <laughs> think about it um so but but since then i've been on a streak the past few days of tracking my workouts so i'm excited to see what a full week of that would look like and then i too would like to throw my fusion cup together maybe kyle you and i can do a couple of um you know little scrims or something see how it goes um prepared to lose horror yeah i would say we do it on the show but that sounds like bad audio content to me yeah <laughs> just here it's just <laughs> <laughs> just breathing really heavy <laughs> okay well anyway we hope uh we hope you guys enjoyed the show thank you so much for sticking around to the end and we'll see you guys next week for episode 77 goodbye bye